0: Hello everyone, and welcome to the first episode of Hildy's Hot Takes, the podcast with takes so hot you have to respect them, even if you think they're stupid. My name is Jared Hilderman, and I'll be your host for this podcast. Pretty sure most of the people listening to this first episode are going to know who I am in some way, shape, or form, but just in case you don't, like I said, my name is Jared Hilderman, Hildy, Hilds, whatever you want to call me. I'm currently a minor professional hockey player from Camp Saks, Saskatchewan, in Canada. I'm a huge sports fan. I'll watch anything that's on, consume anything sports, social media, Twitter, Instagram, NHL app, NBA app. I'm always watching sports. I'm an avid golfer. I love to get out there when it's nice and hack it around. Uh, in the last eight or nine months or so, after going through a tough bout with anxiety and depression, I've started getting on the health and wellness, to human optimization, biohacking train and done that entire deep dive in order to kind of get my mind, body and spirit in the right mode, the right mood, the right functionality so that I can, so that I'm able to talk into this microphone to you today. Um, I've been wanting to start this podcast for a while now and I was fortunate enough uh, this past season playing hockey down in Alabama that I had a couple guys on my team with their own podcasts. So I kind of picked their brand a little bit because I've always been kind of interested in people with their own podcasts. And basically the consensus that they were telling me is that it's really, really easy to start a podcast. So I decided, you know what, might as well start one. After the season, I drove back up to Saskatchewan. I still have to do the two-week quarantine thing for going over the border because we still have to deal with that bullshit up here. Which, I mean, is honestly impressive. And by no means is this a political podcast, but I think Canada is on the short list of places in the world where the COVID restrictions and protocols and whatnot are actually more strict now than they were an entire year ago, which is absolutely insane. Um, what's, that, what's that old saying that from the, from the J. Cole song? Uh, Shut us down once, shame on you shut us down twice, shame on us, keep us shut down for an entire year now, longer than that, then pff, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, but fucking good job, because that that just doesn't happen. You have to fucking try to, to pull that off. Um, but like I said, not a political podcast, so we're just going to move on from that. Um, I don't really have any ex- expectations for this podcast either. You know, it's pretty cliche in 2021 for someone to just start up a podcast because it is really easy. I mean, it took me two days to figure out, but um, my goals are just to make people laugh, get some takes out there, spark up some conversations, and just start a dialogue about hilarious things. If it blows up, people like it that I know, share it to other people that I don't know, and other people that I don't know, like it enough that they even share it to even more people that I don't know, So it's just a tree of people that I don't know listening to this podcast, which would be absolutely hilarious. Then so be it. Then it gets big Then maybe I'll make a little money. But for right now, I'm just trying to put my voice into your ears and make you laugh. So I didn't know how I was going to start this podcast or get into my first take. um, But I decided I'm going to go way off the board with this and just give you a shit take to start out a literal take about shit because I've been coming to the conclusion lately that it's definitely not best to take a poop right when you first get the urge because you don't have to poop then. That's just your brain telling you, ooh, there might be a little something there. I'm a morning dump guy 95% of the time and I've developed my own shit taking protocol that I think everyone else in the world should follow because I really enjoy it. Usually before my shit taking protocol I would get the urge to take a dump. I would go sit on the toilet. The first little turd would pop out and I'd be forcing it the rest of the time. It'd be a terrible experience. A terrible experience, folks. You start forcing shits. You start forcing everything else in your life and it's just unnatural. So what I do now, which is what I think everyone else should do as well, is that you get the urge to take a dump and instead of going to the toilet and satisfying that original urge, you get the delayed gratification. You wait about 20 minutes. You chug some water. You get a cup of coffee in you, especially in the morning. You chug some more water. And by that time, everything is primed up and ready to go. And the reason I'm telling you this is because it's not easy to remember. Last night, we were at men's night at the golf course. My brother and I and a couple, one of my buddies on a team. We get to a par three And my buddy steps up there, 140 yards, hits his shot, one hop, bounce ball disappears into the hole, dunks it. We go nuts, hole in one, let's go. Pretty safe to say we get pinned after the round. Went to my buddy's garage, had several beers, woke up the next morning, not hungover because I don't get hungover, but I was was a little cloudy, a little brain fog, and there it was, that earth poop. And I thought... I gotta follow my protocol. I filled up my water bottle. I made a cup of coffee and without even thinking about it, without consuming either. I went and sat on the toilet and it was one of those grimy, not hungover, but drinking the night before poops that nobody wants to experience. So I'm telling you, wait a little bit once you feel like the need, the need to poop and your life will start to become better. And there's my shit take to start out the podcast. Everyone is entitled to their own opinion. That's a fact. Everyone loves to have their own opinions, especially in 21, 2021. Like you can't go anywhere without someone trying to shove their fucking ideas down your mouth, telling you that you're dumb, telling you this is how I do it, blah blah, 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 but it doesn't matter. Just because everyone has an opinion doesn't mean they're smart or well thought out or correct. Like I hate when someone's like me, 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 me. Well, because it's my opinion, blah, 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 blah. Because it's my opinion, I don't give a fuck if it's your opinion. If it's stupid, there are tons of people with stupid opinions that think they're smart. Like they say dogs are better than cats. Or get this: there's people literally in this world that will say that <laughs> they'll say that Alex Ovechkin is a better hockey player than Sidney Crosby, and that just is <laughs> I, I'm, I'm at a loss for words when people say that because it's just so fucking stupid to say that like how can you compete with three cups back-to-back consummates and way more points and way less games that Crosby has over Ovechkin and still say that Ovechkin's a better player well he scores a lot of goals he might pass Gretzky first off he's not gonna pass Gretzky if he does um, he's just not gonna second off He fucking does nothing. He skates around and he hits. And he takes one-timers. You see what they did to him in the playoffs? They take away that one-timer and he's irrelevant. He's not a very good leader. Not like Crosby, at least that's for sure. And I guess the argument starts and ends where if you think Alex Ovechkin is better than Sidney Crosby, then you're just a fucking idiot. And that'd be a hot take. Saying that would be a hot take. And what's a hot take? It's whatever gets the people going. And that does get the people going. It gets me going. My blood is boiling right now. And in my opinion, the difference between this podcast and something like skipping Shannon in the morning or calling cowherd is that I, I actually believe the stuff that I'm saying. Like I said, no matter how stupid you might think it is, I actually believe it. And I know I just said that everyone's entitled to their opinion. It doesn't mean they're smart or correct. But I am smart and I am correct. I know everything about everything, especially hockey. So that's what you need to remember right now. That's where the respect factor comes in, I believe, as well. Like, I don't respect Stephen A. Smith or Skip Bayless or Nick Wright because they just spew whatever will cause the most ruckus. I'm going to do that as well. But I'm going to be so authentic, so emotional, and so well thought out that even if you think what I'm saying is pure gibberish and it doesn't make any sense, you're going to respect it because I'm going to make you respect it. Now, growing up, I needed, I kind of needed to get this identity. I was a chubby kid. I mean, I still kind of am chubby right now, but I was getting bullied a lot growing up and in high school. So I had to stem into this, my own version of an ego that everyone has, that my voice um, kind of overshadows the bullying I used to get. And I, I think that's how I kind of stemmed who I am today. I love to keep it light and humorous because that was the only way I could get through high school and being bullied. And even growing up my entire hockey career, I was always the fat kid. I know there's, I could have done something about it and I still can, but I was always the fat kid. And I always had to keep it light and humorous and kind of make fun of myself. So that's going to be a lot of what's going on in this podcast as well. And in saying all that, As an introduction, I think it's time to to get into my first segment that I thought of, which in my opinion is pretty hilarious. It's called the shut up of the week. Now, I'm sure you can see where I'm going with this, but just listen on for a second. So over the past weekend was the U.S. Women's Open for golf, the Women's U.S. Open for golf. I'm sure there can be uh, misconstrued for tennis, but it was golf and I was actually watching some of the smooth swings. These girls were hitting bombs. Uh, I was watching the matinee NHL playoff games, and I can't stand the intermission shows. Um, Kevin BX and Kelly Rudy are just spewing bullshit out of their mouths the entire time. So I clicked last channel and popped up on some LPGA golf, which is fine. It was good stuff. They they are sick of golf. I wish I was as good as them. Um. Lexi Thompson, United States golfer, was in the lead after three days going to the final round. She had a five-shot lead, and boy, did she ever blow it. Well, the headline I read on Twitter was that Lexi Thompson collapses in the final round of the U.S. Open. And originally, I thought collapses. I thought she had a heart attack and died or something. But I clicked on the link, and it was just she shot a 41 on the back, fell out of contention, and missed the playoff to even have a chance to win by bogeying 17 and 18 that is all fine and dandy that sucks for her but that's irrelevant after the round she was pretty distraught as she should be as i would be as any one of you would be after blowing the biggest tournament of your entire career she answered two questions from the media and then she was about to tear up she was almost in tears as she was answering the first two and her agent cut her off and she left the podium in comes Ron Krojcik. I saw this tweet on Twitter over the weekend. Lexi Thompson answered only two questions after her round. And then her agent caught off the interview. Bad luck. Standing up in victory and defeat is part of the deal as a pro athlete at US Women's Open. Hey, Ron Krojcik. Shut up. Okay? Just shut up. The fuck up. What do you know is part of the deal about being a pro athlete? What do you know? And I was wondering that as I read the tweet. So I clicked on his profile. Ron Krojcik somehow is verified with 7,200 followers. Sports features enterprise and golf for San Francisco Chronicle. Okay. Seems credible. But then here's the red flag. Proud dad of Trevin. Oh. Oh, there it is. The guy's an asshole. Whoever names their kid Trevin is an asshole. So it's pretty obvious as to why he got the idea to tweet that as a bad look when he is so obviously an asshole that he had to let everyone know that he is one by naming his kid Trevin. Like... Just unbelievable. And then the cherry on top to all that is after she was done with the the interview where she was almost crying, she went out and she was signing autographs for kids for about an hour after in the parking lot. So instead of reading that over, Ron Krojcik, and thinking thinking about it before you decided to post that stupid tweet where, again, shut up, you could have just drank some water and figured it out. Because you're probably dehydrated if you're tweeting something so stupid. And that was the shut up of the week. Speaking of hydration. I really think that's the problem of the, of the entire world these days. Is that everyone is chronically dehydrated. But just think of the symptoms of dehydration. They're not pleasant. You get shaky. You get weak. Your mental energy is down. You don't. Your brain just doesn't function anymore. Like all these people... They're walking around, living their entire lives, not drinking enough. They're dehydrated. The next thing they know, they're joining a politically charged militia group. I mean, it's literally insane. Like, you think if any one of those people that stormed the Capitol building in, in January were adequately hydrated? Like, not a chance. <laughs> you see these videos of these people, these guys, climbing up the fence and falling down like 30 feet and breaking their legs and shit, like that's fucking hilarious, bro. Just drink some water. Drink some water and you'll be fine. Like some of those people probably broke into the White House, saw a water fountain, was like, Holy shit, I'm pretty thirsty. They take a sip of the water and then it they snap out they snap out of it. They're like, Holy man, where am I? What am I doing? I just broke into the Capitol. God, I need to figure my life out. Like I got tell you what, I stay hydrated, I get my sunlight, and I can literally feel it in my bones that my risk of developing the urge to buy a gun and use it for any other reason other than to hunt animals recreationally is dramatically decreased. Like, geez, everyone's so pissed off these days, complaining about everything, just drink some water, I promise you, you're gonna be in a way better mood. And if there's any more evidence you need to know for why you should be drinking enough water is just looking at the difference between Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. Like I'm currently looking, uh, I'm currently reading the TB12 method, method, and he says he drinks upwards of 150 ounces a day, sometimes 200, sometimes 300 ounces a day based on his activity and sweat levels. I just wanna say it's not a big deal or anything, but I drink more than that. You think Aaron Rodgers drinks that much water? No chance in France. Just look at Aaron Rodgers. That musky old guy looks like he's older than Tom Brady. Then look at Tom Brady. Examine their faces. Brady's is tight, smooth. He's got a beaming complexion. Not a not a not a loose hair anywhere. Pliable as he likes to say. And Rodgers' face, his facial expressions, like God, he just looks worn down. He looks like the leather belt I bought for myself using my orange Velcro Reebok wallet in 2012 when I was 12 years old, still sitting in the closet of my childhood home, just bent, cracked, worn out. Like the the, the holes are, are too loose for it to even work as a belt anymore. Like Aaron Rodgers doesn't drink enough water and it's so obvious. If you need any more, just listen to them talk. Listen, like, just listen all that talk. Google it, I dare you. Tom's voice, Tom Brady's voice is angelic. It's strong. It's clear. Rodgers is raspy and mumbled. It couldn't be more obvious that he's dehydrated because he can't stop bitching about everything either. Or, oh, you know, like, uh, my, receivers are, my receivers suck. You know, my team, my defense, uh, I, 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 uh, coach drafted... Organization drafted a quarterback in the second round. I have no help. Shut up, Aaron Rodgers, and win some games and drink some water. Because say what you want about Tom Brady's performances in Super Bowls or his stats, or he's not a great, he's not a great quarterback. He's a sifting quarterback. It doesn't matter what kind of quarterback he is, because he's not a quarterback. He's a winner. He's the greatest winner of all time. Doesn't matter what his stat line says or the score of the game, how many picks he threw, how many touchdowns he's threw. He just knows how to win in a way that no other athlete has ever figured out or replicated in the history of sports other than maybe LeBron James. And Aaron Rodgers is honestly closer to Matt Stafford as a quarterback than he is to Tom Brady and the rest of the elites of the NFL. And that is not a joke. What is a joke, though, is the Paul brothers. And I feel bad even giving them time of day, but I have to address it. And not because I don't like the Paul brothers. It's that it's because they think that they are actually making boxing relevant again. I'm seeing all these people, these takes from people online that the Pauls are making boxing relevant. It's like, are you dumb or are you just stupid? They're not making boxing relevant. They're making boxing an absolute joke. The last three fights now have been jokes. I didn't watch them. I didn't illegally stream them. I was watching the one on my buddy's phone, the Ben Askren one, that fat, out of shape idiot that came and just got a a paycheck. He didn't care about winning or losing. He goes in there. He gets knocked out by a Paul brother, which I I don't know who you are. I don't care who you are, where you were born how big you are, I just don't think you want the fact that you got knocked out by a Paul brother on your lifetime resume. You don't want that at all. But Canelo Alvarez, over the weekend, during the Floyd Mayweather-Logan Paul fight, just tweeted a, a hand, hand palm emoji. And Logan Paul tweets back to him sell, saying that he sells pay-per-views and he would destroy him. Who cares if you sell pay per views Sure, you're getting yourself paid, but you would not destroy Canelo Alvarez by any fucking means. And you're terrible for boxing. You're making it a mockery, and I just hate those two guys and I had to get it off my off my back. And that is the first episode of Hildy's Hot Takes, folks. We are 20 minutes in. I kept it short for you guys. Um just getting to know me, just gonna get get my style going. And I just want to let you guys know that I'm not a pro at this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get better. I'm gonna work at it. I'm sure there's a lot of us, a lot of ums, a lot of stumbles, but that's okay because nobody's perfect. I'm not perfect. You're not perfect. We're just out here doing the best we can do. So thanks for listening. Share the show. Tell it to your friends. Show it to your friends. Um, follow the show on Twitter. I'm gonna be mixing it up there at Hildy's Hot Takes, posting some clips. Um, sports plays, trying to strike up a conversation and chime in on it. Send me DMs of shit takes or send me DMs of, of people that you think should be included in the shut-ups of the week. Um, tell me what you think it would be funny for me to give, me, give my two cents on, of course, and let me know how you think this episode was, maybe a little constructive feedback. And it doesn't even need to be constructive. If you feel the need to rip me, then just do it. I hope you enjoyed episode one of Hildy's Hot Takes. I'll see you all next week.